morning morning welcome everybody welcome back to the third episode of the black to the future podcast on our last episode we ended off with an interesting quote uh about uh the origins of christianity in africa but before we get into all that uh, i'd like to say uh what's up to my man amun what's up peace lord how's it going uh peace god everything is good cannot yeah. complain there's an interesting subject that we're about to get into right here and uh it's like i mean when uh you know i got into the sources when you pointed me to dr ben's work i didn't realize how much of a rabbit hole i'd be going into so i'm also quite uh, keen on you know discussing this because i think it's going to help a lot of people decode and understand a lot of a lot of relevant things and information yes yeah it's actually a proper you know like yeah it's a proper discussion yeah so let's uh let's uh just get a few things straight so when we're talking about the african origins of christianity i think to simplify what is essentially a quite a complex topic what we are essentially talking about is the origins of christianity in ancient kemet is, is that how you understand it as well hello can you hear me yeah i can can you hear me yeah i can hear you properly yes i was confirming to what you were saying that yes you know uh the the origins of christianity in kemet though we would uh i would prefer the origin of spirituality though it was changed into religion after no that's actually correct that's very correct uh i think that ultimately you you're actually correct and i think the the reason i named the the or i suggested that that the topic be the african origins of christianity is really because i think there is that sort of confusion in the culture where uh, spirituality and christianity are taken to be the same thing but actually spirituality is different from christianity because christianity is a religion so I think that correction that you gave is very important because that's actually key to understanding what we're talking about here. Yeah, that's true. Yes. I agree with you. Yes, yeah, so like like you say, you know, we're talking about uh spirituality. So just, you know, give the people a brief rundown about what 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 we mean when we're talking about the African origins of spirituality. Uh when we are talking uh, about the African origins of of uh spirituality religion or uh, christianism we're just focusing on everything that is in religion mostly christianity or islam was borrowed from from african spirituality in its entirety and then changed the deities names and the practices for instance in christianity you have uh like the father the son and the holy spirit of which in in our african spirituality going back to kemet it was uh like uh asa who was osiris mm-hmm. then oset who is uh known as isis by the greeks and then horus who is heru yes. so that was the father son the father mother and the son that was the holy trinity that was being honored Uh, in Kemet 
nobody was praying to them but they were honoring them in Kemet but when Christianity came along they took that and then they replaced the mother they replaced uh like uh the black madonna or shed with the holy ghost you know so everything that has been in is like in Christianity has been flipped from our spiritual ways I'm with you and I think uh you know it it, it may sound like a, a a difficult concept to grasp at a conceptual level but I think historically as to one how one can sort of understand how this development could have actually happened as a matter of fact I mean I I was just reading Dr Ben's uh the origins of the major western religions and um, yeah. basically the course of you know the, the major religions up to even up to Islam is basically that we started with Judaism and then from Judaism claim uh came uh Christianity and then from Christianity came Islam all right so if you want to understand the origins of Christianity and Islam then you start in Judaism and if you want to understand the origins of Judaism, Christianity and Islam, then you have to go back to the origins of Judaism. Right? Yes, that's true. Yes, and according to Dr. Ben, the origins of uh, Judaism actually can be found if you reference the Bible and he makes a lot of sense. I mean, this is in the Bible itself when the Jews or the Israelites went into Egypt uh when Joseph was in Egypt and his family was accepted by the pharaoh and the Israelites settled into Egypt according to the old testament there were only 77 of them mm-hmm. okay and so Dr Ben says you can understand now obviously if they were only if the first Jews from Abraham or the first Israelites from Abraham were only 77 when they went into Egypt which already by you know 5000 4000 from 4000 5000 BC was already an advanced civilization by the time the Israelites went into Egypt the great pyramids of Giza had already been built so he is essentially saying you're getting 77 desert nomads who were essentially shepherds coming into ancient kemet so if you understand that then you can understand that those 77 people for them to form a nation for them to form philosophy they didn't have that coming out of the desert they had to be exposed to it in kemet and that That's is true. that is the origins of of judaism i mean what do you think of that uh i would say uh from from referencing uh the biblical text is right but if we are going to be blunt about it those characters that never existed historically yes exactly that is actual, that is actual facts the abrahams uh the moses they never existed historically exactly because yes because when you look more into these things when uh, the bible construction came in that's when we have to bring upon the council of nicaea you know Yes. And then we have to 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 bring the the uh, like the council of Nicaea in uh 325 uh AD and then we have to bring the council of Chalcedony 
in uh, 452 AD, it's like AD. Yes. You see, so this 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 is like uh, it came through when Kemet was already on his knees. Yes. When so, he was already colonized, and, and then uh, the information was was being perverted and used against people. Exactly. Who created it now? Yes, you understand. So if we are going to look at it, I would say okay. If we're looking at it from a religious point of view, I would agree with what he's saying because I know that he's trying to break down the historical data that is there. But at the end of the day, you will also dismiss. those biblical characters because they never existed in the first place precisely so his his i think he uses the the the, the biblical text as a way of illustrating what is probably the actual historical outcome although the characters in the bible are fictional but what you're looking at there is essentially a history of whoever the israelites became they became what they became because of the exposure they got in egypt and because they came into a civilization that was already old and established so that is where they got exposure to the book of of the dead uh the confessions of maat and according to and even the the the, the osirian uh myth of resurrection and according to dr ben it is their exposure to this material that then formed the the foundation of the torah for instance that the 10 commandments would not be possible without the book of the dead what's your view on that yes that that is true the 10 commandments they actually uh plagiarized from the 42 laws of maat yes that's that's where it comes from so you know he's right from there he's and right. then and then he goes on to say and then as you know if you then follow the history of egypt itself then uh after the um the the the, the you know with the decline of the egyptian empire then e- uh, egypt was subsequently raided uh by the greeks and then later the romans and it's during the time of the the greek occupation that a lot of these greek philosophers exposed themselves to the ancient uh egyptian texts and then you started having uh groups now that started to call themselves gnostics which were essentially greek uh pupils of the ancient egyptian mysteries who were interpreting certain of the egyptian mysteries that could have been found in the ancient texts like the book of the dead and then this these uh, this then formed the basis of the new ideolo- ideologies that formed the basis for christianity which is why when christianity started there were so many different sects with so many different ideas which required eventually like what you said the council of nicaea to decide on the official set of books because from its origins Christianity was based on a variety of beliefs based in themselves on the ancient Egyptian mysteries and how Greek philosophers and later Roman thinkers reshaped them in the in the western in the western image and as Christianity developed somebody had to draw the line to say look this is the official belief and this is you know heresy basically that is true and 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 then when we have to look at the greek philosophers 
you know, like the most educated of them spent 15 years in Kemet, being initiated in mystery schools and all that. So that is already the knowledge that they found there. They, they went with it and then they formed their own schools of thought. And it's, then in the same process, when they formed Christianity, there were different Christ, Christianity groups before the normal uh, Christians right now, the current ones. There were the Albigenses and the Waldenses. They were hmm. all wiped out by the Roman Empire, you know, like under Constantine, they were wiped out, anathemized because they did not believe what the Bible, the written Bible was saying because they knew the truth. Like, this is not exactly what it is because they were saying now, uh, everybody, we have to worship Jesus Christ because he's the son of God and yes. he is God. Yes. And then they knew that did not happen. So they were attesting that and then they all got wiped out. So, you know, so... So, so I mean, I think that's an important uh, thing you've touched on there to talk about the role of uh, Emperor Constantine because I think um, a lot of this, uh, you know, has a lot to do with the, the Christianity that we have today has a lot to do with politics in terms of Christianity became the official religion of the most political, important political power of the era. And as a result, that led to the spread of Christianity according to the formula that the Roman Empire thought was uh, correct. So now the Christianity that we sit with today, for instance, um, ideas such as the Jesus being a, a, a man, like you, you touched on that, there were those that believed that Jesus wasn't a real man. He was... Uh, essentially uh, what they called the Christos, which was a form of Christ-like consciousness based on the Egyptian mystery school of self-awareness, where you basically uh, achieve the consciousness, the amen consciousness of the that Ra had in the nun, where you become aware or, you know, omniscient in one sort of, um, in one moment, which is which was basically a metaphor for the God state. They didn't believe that Christos was an actual person. So the invention of Jesus as an actual person, the argument goes, was due to the political power of the Roman church that required them to invent a person who they could claim said this was the official gospel that was passed by him onto them as the authorities. But at the time Christianity started, these were just mystery schools and of thought that had nothing to do with actual physical characters yes that's 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 true and then also we have to to realize uh when did the the whole christ name came from the name christ came from serapis christos mm -hmm. when they were trying to replace asa in kemet they put the greeks built their own uh, like stages of Serapis. Mm -hmm. That's that. That's where the the whole uh, like uh, name of of Christ came from. It came from Serapis Christus because they were trying to replace our star statues in Kemet when they built uh, their their own statue yes. of Serapis Christus. So, 
so that's that's where it came in now and then from there they tried to to spread it and say like okay christ is consciousness christ is this and that but that's where that was the uh the the beginning of the name christos and then later transformed into into christ and then also they would say that jesus name was not even jesus because if you look at the left it's like a uh, like a it's like a what do you call it at the hip it's like in hebrew or even in the greek mm-hmm. there was no letter j in the alphabet until the until the the 15th or 16th century yes you, so, you understand so what was it's like what was you called before that and then and, they always want to try to come up with some other names and all but instead of them just admitting that no this is just a fictitious story that was taken from Kemet. Exactly. So I mean one of the most uh, one of the most intriguing stories that I found was that you know the sto- famous story of Jesus and the the disciples when he he's on a boat and then they he's with the disciples and then there's a storm and uh, Jesus uh, then wakes up to calm the storm and the disciples were scared all along and then afterwards uh you know the the disciples say who is he that even the the the, the forces or nature or the seas and the, the winds obey him uh, you know i was quite uh, quite struck to find out that this is actually lifted from the ancient uh, kemet uh, mystery texts where they are actually talking about the osirian journey towards resurrection in terms of which you are actually supposed in order for you to to get resurrected and to be reborn you are supposed to master yourself and understand that the power to control the universe outside lies within so the purpose of that story to the ancient kemetans wasn't about an actual jesus character that physically controlled the wind it was to them an ancient story meant to illustrate that the individual could not progress to the next stage of spiritual consciousness unless they learnt how to master the universe outside by controlling themselves internally first but with the creation of this literal Jesus character for political purposes the meaning of the story is completely lost and it means something totally different which is divorced from its original african meaning i mean what do you think of that yes that's that, that that's true that's why in kemet they also say know thyself and thou shalt know god exactly that was basically, that so, was basically what they were trying to say and then also if we going to look you know like i think we should we should be honest and blunt you know when we talking about the bible they wrote the bible like it's just a novel you know like it's it's like a novel because right now i can tell you that spider-man existed or i can tell you batman existed and put out a book that will say that batman existed that's the same way they did with the bible you know what i mean like that's exactly that yes i would have to agree but they i think there was also an element of uh a clever use of uh ancient traditions that were known throughout the ancient world powerful stories and powerful myths that addressed certain fundamental uh human questions and using 
powerful sort of uh, you know what uh, Freud Sigmund called archetypes psychological archetypes which help people simplify reality I mean a good example is the creation of the devil in Christianity I mean that's an archetype that is actually supposed to represent the weaker side of your own nature as a person who has flaws that you have to deal with in order for you to progress to the next stage internally but instead we have the creation of an external third force that people now in Christianity use as a figurehead to blame for their own problems because this is all just a story that's been created but mixed into this story are powerful psychological symbols that people also gravitate and it's very hard for them to separate the fact from the fiction because of the powerful effect that these uh, psychological motifs have you know and i think that's the genius of the whole thing yes because the people that wrote that they understood what they were doing mm. their intent their intention was to use it as a uh, like as a political tool mm. as a controlling tool that they they mastered they knew exactly what they were they were writing about but they knew that putting it in simpler terms to the to the public it will be much easier if it comes from a kindergarten level <laughs> yeah precisely i mean honestly when i look at christianity and you understand the the kemetic teachings and that ultimately what this is telling you is telling you about look when you're born you must understand that you have the light of the divine within you so the purpose of life each step and each challenge is for you to awaken the divine within you but you're responsible for whatever happens there's no external force you have to carry on the struggle so if you understand the depth of the original story from an african perspective and then then how it's totally transferred and been you know basically warped into something completely childish in which people require uh, you know a, like a, a genteel character walking through the pastures of some you know agricultural state um convincing people with simplistic platitudes and you know and having followers and performing simplistic miracles it it's it's a real corruption of the original wisdom when you understand the original wisdom that's that's very true that's why you know like uh we should separate religion from spirituality in every course people need to understand that mm. religion I... or it's like or christianity it takes you away from your spirituality it devalues you mm. it does not teach you to reach within yourself and find out who you really are so a religion as a whole is just a tool to control people it's not a tool to enrich one's mind or help one to develop into uh to develop or or transcend or ascend to a higher stage of consciousness you know so so i mean that is and and i'm very glad that you know you 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 set you set the record straight there uh, from you know right from the beginning you know when you really made it clear that ultimately this conversation is not about christianity it's about spirituality and so i would just like to to ask you you know from your understanding of the ancient african spirituality in kemet that was subsequently 
taken up in and uh, adopted in the form of Judaism and then later Christianity and Islam and in all sorts of forms in popular culture today. But in terms of the original wisdom, the original African wisdom, what is what are some of your favorite uh, teachings and and uh, what has inspired you from the original African uh, wisdom of Kemet that you know has subsequently been sort of corrupted but when you understand it it's in its original form you find it inspiring to you as an African man uh, with me what has inspired me is to understand that everything they were not worshipping anybody in Kemet mm-hmm. those are just attributes mm-hmm. of nature mm-hmm. for instance animism mm-hmm. is promoted throughout in Kemet that's why you see that uh, these deities, they might have animal heads. Uh, you, might, you might look at the Sphinx, for instance. Mm. The, the Sphinx is the one that actually inspired me because many people do not actually understand what the Sphinx uh, like stands for. I'm saying the Sphinx to those who know it in English, but in the Medinet, it's a harem cat. So, mm. yeah, and so what does that, people, what does it stand for? It's, it's like the, the animal body, mm. right? Uh, like, and then it has uh, a human head. It represents uh, like, a, it's like uh, the, the human, the, the animal body it re- represents the animal nature of man. Yes. And then the human head represents intellect. Wow. And these so, are all aspects of, 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 the, of, of, of the human being. Exactly. So it's, it's like what it stands for is just, you know, like it stands like, uh, like intellect over animal nature. That's, and, that's, and, you know, that's, you know, when you, when, you, when, you, when you say things like that, I mean, thank you for sharing that with me. I, I didn't know that. But, you know, when you say things like that, it, 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 it not, not only does it disappoint me, but it, it, it really frustrates me to think of the depth of knowledge and understanding that, could have, that I could have been taught from my own schooling instead of being taught Christianity and this warped form that separates me from my own spirituality and separates me from being responsible for my own journey in life as an individual towards a higher consciousness. You know, instead, I had to deal with so much when I was a, you know, wouldn't it be so beneficial if in the schooling system, right from the outset, we were taught what the original wisdom was? What is the problem? It's control. It has always been about about control. And also the other thing is, if everybody has right knowledge, Mm. that means the powers that be does not have any control over the people. So for, for, for religion to thrive, they need to be in charge. They need to, to, to be in control of everybody. They need to make sure that what you are taught strays you from your inner. We have been told to look outside ourselves for a savior. Mm. We have never been told to look within us. But when you, when you look back in our spiritual, it's like in our spirituality realms and ways of the ancient, we were always told to look within us. But this, when these religions came upon, I were told, no, you have to look up in the sky. That's where your God is. Imagine how different society would be, or maybe even Africa as a continent itself would be, if we were educated to rely on ourselves from day one and not look for a savior. 
imagine what kind of continent Africa could be today if that's the religion that or we grew up with not religion it's obviously not religion again i'm making that same mistake you know that you corrected from the beginning but uh, you know if that was our spirituality from from day one i mean imagine what sort of continent we would have we, we could have been better spiritually and the other thing also we've been desensitized to to real balance that is needed in, it's like in the spirituality room i i through my studies i learned that one has to balance the brain the mind and the intuition because yes. the intuition is is the god that's talking to you not the brain i'm with you i mean you know and so, so we have managed to ignore the intuition and we follow our brains more that's why you see that most of the times what we think is negative but your intuition can never bring you any negativity because that's the god within you that's the god within us but this, we've been totally desensitizing i think this is what the egyptian meduneta calls the sahu man the current man who yes the yes the sahu uh sahu means like the the the, the mummy Yes so so basically there's different levels of man so if the the current man who is who doesn't who lacks balance and who is dominated by i think the 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 left brain thinking which is the kind of society we have today you know the 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 whole purpose of the african religion was to to balance the the dimensionality between left and right positive and negative and you know exactly. all those are and 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 then how this in your mind and your spirit is also expressed even within nature itself if you look at the birds if you look at the 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 animals if you look at the plants they all telling you the same thing male female male female positive negative earth fire wind and water everything that's happening outside is crystallized within your own body exactly it has been put so it's like uh it has been put in symbols that we forgot because they've never been told that that's how we're supposed to be you, you know? know so yeah so just looking at it you know like going back to my influences also you know like that's when i started to know that the animism is very important in our african spirituality mm. hence you see even it goes through with our totems Yes. This is not by by design. You know, our totems also goes through the animals and all that stuff. So exactly. this is interconnected. Yes. Again, and that has always been our way of spirituality. And, and I that's one thing I love about the the ancient Africans of Kemet, how the 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 science of nature and the science of the universe were all connected. and how they used the, the the animals that they saw every day to explain what can basically because african spirituality is not just spirituality about your soul it's also science because it also it teaches is. it also teaches you how the universe came to be it's not a story it it tells you on a scientific level that is why they were able to build the pyramids because exactly yes they you can't build the pyramids unless you're a scientist the structure will simply not stand but the the understanding the mathematics to build the pyramids came from studying nature 
yes because even even when they checked it you know what i mean like uh like the measurements on there they find uh like the fee on it they find the fibonacci also on it yes you know, so the divine proportion so there is no way it can be by accident that the divine proportion is going to be on every pyramid construction <laughs> you know exactly. that means they understood nature exactly and and so it this is not about aliens and so i think this is an important thing when we're talking about Af- ancient african spirituality what we mean we're not just talking in the western sense of some some spiritual discipline that just regulates your own sense of well-being we are talking about integrating everything from your own sense of well-being to society to politics to economics to the law to science all those things are the same thing that is so african spirituality isn't just about you as an individual and how you are balancing your yin and yang it's about how your self concept is also consistent with the entire universe that you encounter as a human being so it's it's a way of life not just in your own heart or your own mind but in terms of your actual everyday life true that's why the coded one mind that's why the coded one mind is above so below is within so without so when we're talking african spirituality we're not talking some detached in some detached western sense where you know everything is about you and your yoga and how you feel you know we're talking about you understanding the how the universe came to be from the perspective of having a breakdown of the big bang and understanding the mathematics understanding the constellations understanding your own nature understanding the nature of the universe and then from that extrapolating mathematical rules and principles that enable you to build the pyramids and from that a society a civilization so it's a progression it's not just about you and how you feel exactly like for instance you study uh chemistry you see that they called atom atom became the atom that science over there yes but in religion they say it's like they said adam but they never said adam in chemistry they no. said atom and then the atom yes. so you know science has always been embedded in all the teachings the science the mathematics the metaphysical part of it everything has always been combined in it's like is one exactly. they so it's, never detached things and said like okay this is uh, a fraction of that this is a fraction of that now everything was always seen as one but the way it was explained now for instance the the devil and god asa and sat that's where many people got it confused there if we going to talk maybe about the religion and all that that's where they got it confused yeah think i think i think devil- i think i think that's that's a good thing that you've pointed out there just explain to the people there because I, i think that's a good way to hone in on something that people would easily identify with and understand which is the concept of the devil and good and evil so just break break, break down the whole set thing and what what it really means from the african original kemetic teachings versus the current corrupted version yeah from from the original i saw and said the there were there were opposites brothers but the real meaning is one person is it's like with uh like uh with up op- it's like with the polar opposites 
as in the devil and God is one being. There is no separation, there is no difference. Exactly. So as, it's like within you. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's you. And then they took that. It's, it's your intuition and your brain. And then they took that. And then they say that. Then they, 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 they gave birth uh, like uh, in Christianity. They came with, uh, with the Cain and Abel. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. That is supposed to be the same story of Asha and Seth. Mm. And then and then you take it to Suma, that is supposed to be Inki and Enlil. Aha, there we you go. See, so, yeah, so it's one story. And then to, 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 to break down a little bit further, uh, for instance, those who might ask like, okay, what, uh, uh, what did uh, like the snake that spoke to Eve that did whatever, there was no snake, that was Tehuti, that was Thoth. The yes. God of knowledge. Yes. You know, just mm. to clarify that, that was thought the God of knowledge who has always existed, always been there. And he was, he came from the first division of Aso. Because Tehuti. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so Tehuti was who, the. Who is the intellect? Yes. Who is the intellect? The intellect. So, so, you know, so, yeah. so he's, the, just, he's the first branch on the tree of life. Exactly, because through the intellect, men had to evolve. That's why they were asking, they wanted to eat from the, the tree of the fruit of life or the tree of the fruit of knowledge. They didn't eat from the tree of the fruit of life, they ate from the tree of the fruit of knowledge, meaning they took in the words of Tehuti. So to, exactly. the, to, the, to, the, to the people who knew the Egyptian mysteries that wrote those texts, they could understand what they were embedding within those texts but what people now just get is the psychological sort of symbol of good and evil which is so powerful which is i i guess why the writers decided to use it but what they don't understand is that the original meaning of it is even more powerful than what they've been taught exactly and to clarify things also these people that ended up putting the whole stuff in the mainstream they understood everything because they were taught they were students of Kemet they were taught 15 years in Kemet so they understood everything but when they left Kemet they just changed the names they changed the names they got Tramagistus uh, you know like it's like then they, they went and, yes then they, they, they got Hermes then they went and wrote the Emeroid tablets and all that stuff they just changed the names. Instead of saying that it was Asha or Horus, they just said it was Jesus. Instead of saying that it was Oset, they went there and said, nah, it was it was uh, Mary. It was exactly. Virgin Mary. So you know? look, with with our time's almost up. Um, I mean, what are your what are your parting words and what would you what what are your final thoughts on the subject? All right, my, my, my final words are this. The story of the Virgin Mary, which is the foundation of Christianity, right, mm-hmm. came from Oset, also known as Isis. When Asa, Osiris, was killed by Seth, she took, she had to gather his body parts and then brought everything together. And then the only thing was missing there was the penis. So Tehuti had to help her with the whole process. 
of what what people today would call uh like IVF or whatever it's artificial recorded. insemination yes it's mm. recorded mm. on the text mm. that's why because when Asha died she was she did not have a child with him mm. but she managed to have a child after he, he was dead to what they would say artificial insemination that is why they said that virgin mary she was a virgin and she got a seed from god which is very very absurd <laughs> you understand <laughs> exactly and because the original thing is then results in the in the birth of heru who the greeks called yes. horus who would then go on to challenge set who had killed his father osiris and then heru would then become the ruler of egypt and all pharaohs in egypt were regarded as heru for a reason exactly yes but now yes, what, so i just wanted to say that you know yeah, like that story but, came from there and that's what story people don't like, understand about that is that it's not actually a literal story about that what it's saying it's is no what it's saying is if the king is heru the journey of heru to become king to fight set is the journey of every individual to become the king in your own life to fight the opposing forces of your destiny for you to be your true self so heru is any one of us who decides to be to achieve and fight all the battles to achieve their destiny that's what horus is so when you're the pharaoh the pharaoh is just a symbol of someone who has achieved his destiny but anyone can be a pharaoh anyone can be heru so you know so and it, even the story of jesus it, it's also a, a part of it is the myth of heru you know the journey of heru so to conquer so all of these things are all part of the ancient african teachings but they're so completely distorted it's 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 you know it, 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 i can't even explain why and understand why it's been allowed to go on for so long yeah you know because they wanted something to be living they wanted a savior because they never had a savior in their own story because they never had a story they did not have history so what they had to do was to take from other people's history and create their own history and then follow it in a way because you look at it from heru and everything that happened there you find your freemasons coming out of it from jesus you find your rosicrucians coming out of it and claiming yes. that all well, they're all of the bloodline i think they jesus I think they I think the fundamental reason uh, I've forgotten where I read this. Oh yes, I read this from uh, from Stolen Legacy by J George James when he talks yes. about the, the 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 Egyptian origins of 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 Greek philosophy is that the fundamental problem was that you had Europeans who did not at that time when they encountered the Egyptian civilization which was way ahead and way way too advanced for them. They simply did not have the experience and the intellectual development and culture from where they were coming from to be able to understand what the Kemetic religion was really about. So they interpreted according to how they could understand it according to their own culture. So that is where now the personification of the gods came in because from where they were coming from in Europe, they couldn't understand a god as an abstract entity as a metaphor like the ancient kemetians so they had to make a soul heru into physical persons because that is the only way they could understand it exactly and then they went and created their own they created zeus out of asa exactly you know 
so this this need to personify is 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 not a reflection of the egyptian texts themselves it's more a reflection of the inability of those who encounter these texts to fully understand them for what they meant and create their own versions and sadly the adaptations have now gained more currency than the originals yes because you push a lie many times it becomes the truth i think you know who you, said that is that hitler who said that i'm not so sure who said <laughs> that. <laughs> sounds like something from the german reich i think i think yeah. so i think so i'll have a look i think yeah i think yeah thanks for that i think i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch some third reich stuff now this afternoon later <laughs> on <laughs> Yeah, and and and, and, uh, and also I want you to check uh, the Hegelian dialectic, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I want you to 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 to, to have a study like in the Hegelian dialectic uh, concerning what's what's going on currently with the COVID nineteen and whatever. I okay. want you to just check. Hegelian All right, dialectic. cool. Okay, you touched on an important subject there. Um, okay, so do you want us to get into that next week? Yes, I, I would actually, you know, like wish we would actually get into it, but taking it from a Hegelian dialectic uh, uh, perspective. perspective. Okay, yes. so so let me. I mean, my my understanding of Hegelian dialect, you know, the dialect is very very basic. I haven't read it yet, so I would have to 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 actually apply my mind to it. And you're already fam- familiar with it, so I'll take my time this week to get into it. And then, yeah, we can have a, a, a discussion. I'm definitely always, you know, willing to to get into that sort of stuff. And thanks again, my yeah. brother, for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom. And uh, yeah, I mean, anything else to say before we, we, we finish off? No, nah, thanks to you, brother. Thanks to you for the opportunity, you know. Uh, with me, this whole thing is just, it's just a place whereby I just have to learn, you know, like I listen to you, you know, like teach and all that so i'm learning gradually you know because one thing that i know is i know nothing no man i'm learning a lot and i I hope people are learning a lot we'll put down some uh in the show notes some documentaries and some books that you can read as always and ultimately you know we take it from the the way the ancient africans took it to say you're responsible for your own life you're responsible for your own salvation you're responsible for what you think and what you do so ultimately we're not here to tell you what you think, what to think, or you know how to think. It's ultimately that's every individual's choice, and that's the way it's always been in Africa. That's that's our original culture, and that's what we're trying to to you know to to push here and direct you to the sources so you can do your own digging and make up your own mind because that's how we've always lived. Always. All right. One love, my brother. Peace, bro. Peace, one.